right, so we just jump in? Yes, sir. Mm. That energy. Mm. Gotta build up that energy again. Okay. Ugh. Ugh, get that Van Damme in me. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And... Oh, oh, oh. installment of today's zoom so today uh it's me marlon and alex uh just us two the originals we don't have any anybody here you you act like someone else is here okay (laughs) because we will eventually so i might as well throw that out there we're gonna have somebody (laughs) so (laughs) we have seen two films for this episode we have seen two films that are from 1996 yeah dude listen they're two films that are 25 years. 25. But no one's going to even mention the fact that they, we're probably the only ones celebrating 25 years of this of these two films. True, true, very true. I don't think anybody's going to bring any of these films up no, <laughs> until... No. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If this podcast keeps going, I think in the next 10 years, we'll do a 35-year. <laughs> and we yes, revisit uh, everything. Five years. In five years, we'll, five do years we'll do 30. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, 25 years so we have barbed wire and yes, the quest the quest oh boy okay um what are we doing first that that's a good question so the we first film barbed wire first <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna say like the first film right, i saw that. was barbed wire let's do it barbed wire I right, i just want to start off by saying the fact that the main character is pamela anderson Yep, and if anyone knows any rem- remembers her or knows her, yep. Um, <laughs> in the nineties, <laughs> yes, 90s. yeah. Um, listen, if you go to the IMDb for this movie, she's not even in the top casting. She's like in the last of the castings. Like she's oh, one man. of like she's the main character and she's but like she, they listed her all the way in the bottom even though she's the main go go to uh, to to IMDb and she's <laughs> like in page two of you have to click on full cast in what? order to see her and she's so... like maybe halfway through the the listing. Uh, listen, oh my these, god, <laughs> these are the characters. Wait 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 that before are, you are, start that are, are wait these are the characters. I... That are, are built before her in IMDb. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to say. Okay. It says first build only. Yeah, so it's patron, a redhead, goon number two, Emily, a custom mm-hmm. agent, Spike, dancer, Alexander, uh, let's see, women in the bar, goon one. Dude, I'm sorry, these people don't even have freaking names and she's the main character and they're all built bill before her which is ridiculous oh man i actually feel kind of bad for this yeah 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 i'm surprised that her name's actually in the cover is her name on the cover yeah i didn't even look the cover 
Yeah, her name's in there. At this time, she was married to uh, Tommy Lee, so her last name was Lee. Oh, that's right, Lee, Lee. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Which is why uh, he, in the soundtrack, I think he, oh, he is, he's singing the song. Oh, yeah? The the opening scene, which is also the trailer. Do you remember the trailer? It's just her dancing, getting splashed with water, and it's actually nipples in the trailer. Because this they didn't is even bother a to rated to... R episode. Oh, this is definitely this is uh, yes. <laughs> put that out there. You got super Boy. excited. Explain everything. We got to put that disclaimer, bro. Rated yeah, R. Yeah, man. Listen, yeah. If you look at other movies that Pamela Anderson Lee did, they're probably all soft porns. She wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't so. a. She's got one called The Naked Soul. I can add to my watch list because it's an Amazon Prime. <laughs> you know, if your family listens to this, they'll know what you're watching. <laughs> They're like, who's Pamela Anderson? <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. So uh, you you completely stayed quiet. And I'm pretty sure you clicked oh, and no. you added several no, no, films no, no, in no. your watch list. because... I'm reading. I'm reading what this what what naked souls are about. Sure. Her her <laughs> her. She's a scientist, and her boyfriend has switched bodies with the devil, and she's trying to get the devil, his body. Oh God, he's trying to get her soul, his soul, out of her the devil's body. Ah, dude, it's so like, <laughs> it sounds horrible. It's all right. One point three stars, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, so um, let's go to this movie. So when I well, we decided on this film because it showed up when we looked up the twenty fifth anniversary, yeah. and then when I mentioned it, you ended up telling me a story about how you saw it. Yeah. Okay. So okay, listen. I was probably when I was ten, so it was around the time this movie came out. Maybe definitely. We we, we had to look up to see when BHSs came out, and this movie did come out in '96 in the BHS, because you know what? That's how freaking old we are. Okay, these movies came out in BHS, <laughs> and le- okay, so my parents randomly found out that they had friends that they knew from El Salvador. Yeah. So they're like, "Let's go visit them," and we're like, "Okay, sure, whatever." I. Didn't have a say in it because you know it was nine or ten, whatever. Yep. So they take us to this dude's to just people's houses, and then they're like, "Look, it's this guy." And then I was like, ah, "Who? I don't even know who this is." He's like, "You used to play with him when you were younger." And I was like, "Okay," but I left Salvador when I was two and a half, three, so I'm like, <laughs> I, don't I don't remember, remember shit. So <laughs> sure, I know who this is. And then they're like, "Go play with him while we catch up, whatever." So the dad, his dad goes, he's like, just watch a movie or something. Whatever's on, just watch it. So he goes and he plays it. And this is the movie that's playing. <laughs> this was the movie that opened up my eyes to seeing uh, uh, breasts. Naked body. <laughs> naked bodies. Uh, or just a naked body. It was like... Just a... Uh, she was the only one her? naked. And she was, we didn't actually she was get underwater. full nudity. We never actually got full full nudity. She was taking a bath though, and she was covered in bubbles, so it kind yeah. of was full nudity. Well, I, I we saw a couple of nipples. We did see. Well, it was all <laughs> hers. It was all hers. Yeah. Also, who the fuck has a bath that's see through? <laughs> that's a good point. Like a bathtub? That? Yeah. Her bathtub was see through. Who? I guess like someone's gonna have a glass. <clears throat> 
um, bath. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if you can buy that. I'm going to look it up because now I want one. Yeah. Glass bath. Yeah. So that is Alex's story. He ended up watching it when he was 10 years old. I have never seen it until yeah. like we decided to see this film a couple of days uh, ago. Apparently it's a thing. Glass <clears throat> bathtubs is a thing, guys. I looked it up. Dang. Expensive as fuck, too. Yeah. Um, also, that story ends with... Uh, with the dad walking in and as she's stripping, and he's like, he leaves the conversation and he yeah. goes, "This is my favorite part," and he just goes and watches it with us. <laughs> oh man, it was not great. I don't ever think we ever hung out with those guys again. Either, <laughs> I think your parents probably found out what you watched, and they're like, "Nope, we're done with this friendship." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "No, thank you, bye." Um, yeah, I don't, anyways, man, this movie was was something. I mean, mm. This movie was was a thing. Yeah. Um, it started off with like this film when it first started. It just starts giving you like a a little synopsis of what's going on in the world, and it uh-huh. ends up like telling us that it's twenty seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> which you know what, we almost <clears throat> did have a civil war not that long ago. We might still have one. Who knows? It's a good so point. it's not that different. I there was also this pandemic, but except that the pandemic they were calling for is is AIDS, which is kind of nuts because it was was the AIDS pandemic still a big thing in in the late nineties? I always thought that was like the eighties. Well. It was really big in the 80s. In the 90s, I think it's like when they really started focusing on that and they started like... When it was more obvious. Using, yeah. Using and I more. like the fact that like the, what they... Well, it just goes to tell you like the mentality of the people in that time because they're like, oh, the government has like weaponized AIDS, which sounds ridiculous now. Like just saying it out loud sounds like they had no idea what AIDS was. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, how do you weaponize AIDS? And how do you make it so that you... Like, apparently, like, the government had made it so that you die of AIDS in, like within a couple of days. Yeah. Which is insane, yeah. You know what? From the questions, the what did I like the best? Yeah. <clears throat> I think the, the overall plot of this movie... Not... No, no, let me, not the plot at all. Not the plot. The world that they were building. They built? Yeah. They built is cool. But that's because this is a comic book. This is a comic. And I didn't know and that until you told it and told me and pointed I didn't out. know either until I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, so, so this is a Dark Horses comic. Yeah. Which has that feel to it, right? It has that... Um, it has like a, a apocalyptic darkness, like it has that feel like a Mad to it. Max kind of thing. Yeah, almost like Sin City. If like yeah. Sin City was focused on just just one character, since I don't know if she could, she probably could be a Sin City character. Yeah, I could see that, especially think, because the way she, she was narrating, it was very similar to Sin City and how they yeah, were yeah, doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's not a Frank Miller uh, comic. I don't. I didn't look up the comic. I didn't bother. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a cool idea for a comic. It sounds like straight up from Dark Horses. Um, Their mind. Yeah, yeah, and so, but I like that part from it. 
But the execution, bro. Oh gosh, it's what? it's funny. It's funny because when you're talking about like the atmosphere and how it had that feel, like Mad Max, you can definitely see in a lot of the scenes when they're outside, they definitely use the filter on the lens, and you can see it oh, totally. Dude. Yeah, like that the great like the orangey feels. The to orange it. and the transitions or the gradient to like regular color when they're like with Fatso. One of the yeah. characters, you could see that gradient in that filter. Yeah. Hey, was was this <clears throat> was did this movie? When did Baywatch? When was was she not CJ anymore? Oh, that's let's look that up because I I don't oh, remember uh, I don't remember anything from Baywatch because I was just like a kiddo. Yeah, and I had no idea like what Baywatch was. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I saw Baywatch. So she was on from 1992 to 1997. She was on 111 episodes. I lied. I don't think I ever. I oh, so she, it was around the time that maybe towards the end. Maybe she was looking to see what else she could do. Um. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to try test her out to see whether or not she can make it in movies. I could see that. I mean, because they... Has she been in... Oh, uh, I, I just read Naked Souls. That was the other movie she was in. <laughs> and she actually made that in the same year. Should we watch it also? <laughs> <laughs> Your voice went high-pitched, bro. <laughs> Should we watch it also? <laughs> I... Oh, man. I honestly don't know if we should watch it. Uh, no, I'm trying to dude, figure no, that. Let's not watch it. Let's not. Let's not. Um, she was in another movie called The Raw Justice. I mean, you think but... Stripperella was like similar to Barb Wire? What's Stripperella? I know that was like a comic like TV show. So that's it's, it's just... animated though, right? Yeah, it's animated. Did I watch that? Was that on Comedy Central? I, it Maybe sounds or familiar. MTV or something? It sounds familiar. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know, actually. But, but, um, that's a Stan Lee comic book? The yeah, hell? yeah, yeah. I remember that when I was little. I was like, Wait, what? it's a Spike TV? Yeah, isn't it based off her? I yeah, remember now. Okay. It was Spike TV. Remember Spike TV? Yep. This movie is probably made for for um is for Spike TV. Like it was perfect for it. I don't know. I think know I saw like an episode or two when I was little. For Stripperella? Yeah. Yeah. I say little, but I was actually in high school when this came out. I think so because I don't remember I I, I think I want to say it was in my high school years when, when Spike TV was out. Yeah, because I was um, watching MXC like crazy on Spike TV. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Wait, she's not in Stripperella, though. She's not? No, it's not her. But, I, oh, yeah, she is. She she's, is. There it yeah, is. I it just see it. Stripperella. 2003 Erotica. to 2004. That's definitely high school. Prime yeah. high school for me. Yeah. Two, two episodes. It's also on Prime. Um, it's 13 episodes. She was on oh, okay. 13 episodes. Yeah, it's just one season. There we go. It's two years, one season. 
Oh, you have to buy it on Amazon Prime. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> All right. All right, going back to this yeah. barbed wire in 1996. Um, I think you're spot on when it came to like them doing the whole post-apocalyptic world with Mad Max and other scenes that were very reminiscent to that. I find it the story was a little bit... I, I couldn't it's take horrible. it too seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because the way they narrated no the story, intro, yeah. it just made it, it made me laugh. Uh, the first scene, like you mentioned, it was just her stripping and dancing. No, she wasn't really stripping. She was just dancing and she was all wet. And then you can see that the areola pop out. I'm going to say it like that. And, mm-hmm. and then you see a lot of action and you find out about the story. Um, they, this whole film had a lot of one-liners that I actually enjoyed. Um, yeah. And it was for coming from, like, both sides. You know, from the bad guys and the good guys. Uh, I was not expecting to see the guy that played Django Fett in it. Or slash mm-hmm. Boba Fett. Because, mm-hmm. like, all I knew about this was just Pamela Anderson. Nothing else. I didn't know anything about... What was his name? Tamora Morrison? Uh, since he was he played the clone he played Django Fett he played Boba Fett I didn't know he did something before that and this was like three years wait was it three years maybe four or five years before Attack of the Clones because that's when he showed up uh, yeah and so this is it was kind of exciting to see that he did do an action film right before that you know what I mean like like Boba Fett's dad ended up doing this before he ended up becoming Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole uh, execution, it, it, it was funny. It, I I ended up playing it on my computer very loud, and there was a scene where they were torturing the girl, but she was moaning, bro. That's, that's like... And I had my computer on and it was full blast of volume. And I was like, oh, crap. Click, I click, click, click. I had dude, to put the volume dude, down. It was bad. That, there's so many things about that scene that I was just like, I paused it. Because I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, okay, who the heck gets tortured with, it's like a bikini that like. Like a metal chastity belt kind of thing? That electric, did you notice her hair? That's why I stopped it. I froze it. Because, uh, I, didn't know I, I didn't see the hair. Okay. <laughs> so they had like, they okay, it was the worst attempt at, you know, when you get shocked, your hair, usually that effect or yeah. the hair just shoots. Okay. So she was laying there, right? And by the way, it was like a glass glowy table, which that's weird in its, in its own. Yeah. And then 2017. Yes. <laughs> so, so her hair was in like little strips. Yeah. And it was hair sprayed to the mm. table. So what? it had like the little spiky things going on, but it was just little lines like going up and Straight. down like this. Huh. And I was just like, what what is this the purpose so cheesy. Of this? What is the purpose of it? You know what? It's so it's so dumb because in a couple of scenes afterwards, they're yeah. doing the same thing that they did to her. They're yeah. doing it to a guy, remember the guy that got shot? Yeah. And they just have him again in a freaking glass, pool, like a uh, bathtub. Which what the fuck? Like where do you get glass? Okay, anyways, he's in a <laughs> glass bathtub and he's covered yeah. in ice. Yeah, and he doesn't have the torturing. Uh, 
mechanism going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, but that's different. What was though. the point of it? But what was the point? Because he was, was dead. Yeah, I think because he was dead. The the girl wasn't dead, uh, and they could. She was like, I think she was. Actually They're trying to read hurt. her mind, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think she was hurt. That's why she had the actual uh, metal part on her head. But the other guy was actually shot dead, I and that's why they put him understand. like that. Dude, I don't understand what the hell was going on there either. Yeah, but it <laughs> definitely sounded like a soft porn set. Yeah. I wonder if this. I didn't. I didn't even bother to see who directed this, but I wonder if he's a, a soft porn guy. It said David Hogan. I wonder if this was supposed to be a porn. Well, she didn't. She never did porn though, right? She was like just in like Playboy. She was mostly. She, she's in, done. Um, I think she did like soft porn. Did she really? I think so. I don't know, man. But I wonder if this was like they were trying to do like, uh, oh my god, this guy was the second <laughs> unit for Batman and Forever. Oh, really? Oh, one of the worst. One of the other worst movies ever. Comic book movies. Oh, boy. I, I, um, I, I, he did okay. a lot of music videos, too, by the way. The same, this guy that directed it, David yeah. Hogan? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So the film from beginning to end, I I, I don't know if I enjoyed it. Mm, uh, yeah, that's, that's questionable. Meaning as an entertainment piece, uh, because I feel like this was this had like a low budget. I felt like it had a low budget. I'm not sure how much it had. Um, and and but executing everything, it do remaking it now. Um, it would be different. So, once I saw this film, I straight up texted you and I was like, "Hey, man, we need to have like a what the f moment yeah. question because there's just so many questions that like I I want answered or they had a lot of the worst scenes that made no sense to me. Uh, and and I'm glad I'm glad we brought that we brought it up because I feel like we we have to do this for all the films because there are scenes that don't make sense yeah it doesn't okay what was the okay we reamped our questions yeah. we added that okay so what was the worst the wtf moment for this movie so i have i have a lot man okay um I, when i say a lot i probably have maybe like six or something like that so <laughs> so the first okay. one is barb in military outfit flashback right i have so many things to say about that scene. yeah go ahead the go second ahead. one is charlie who is a blind brother or whatnot was walking through the debris of the bar without hitting anything when they mm-hmm. destroyed the bar mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. walked through the whole thing and he like his staff he did not touch anything he knew where he was going he his Bro, staff did not touch they- anything they made so much fun of his disability. <clears throat> the best part, and it's actually a funny line, but it's also horrible, when they put the the thing to to see his past memories. Yeah, and he goes like, <laughs> "He has no Sir, pupils." Or whatever. The guys, the guys, like, "Why is no image coming up in the TV screen?" And he's like, "Sir, because he has no vision." <laughs> and it's just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it was that horrible. Was yeah. Uh, yeah. The other one I had was the Fatso grenade death. I was not expecting that. Uh, Barb's fight scene you. on the crane. Uh, she has the same grunt 
for every hit if you've noticed it like when mm-hmm. she's on the crane mm-hmm. uh and then the last one is the ending when they're all in the airport and barb and axel uh, just walk past the military personnel without being checked <laughs> you yeah. get me they like people came in and the military directed them to the right they just walked right past them without being checked yep so those were like what the f moments of like didn't make no sense to me yeah dude this movie uh god um the definitely the military flashback was one of mine the thing that bothered me the most from that scene that i was just like i can't i had to pause it and rethink my life for like 10 seconds (laughs) okay (laughs) all of them right all of the the soldiers in that scene their helmets were falling off i'm pretty sure (laughs) they were holding their helmets on the whole time they're talking they're like holding it like with one hand and it's like why would why would why would the military send you out with the helmets that don't fit you? Like or have a helmet. strap. And the strap was there and they didn't even have it on and it's just like <laughs> instead of holding it with your hands, use the strap. Please. It was just like and I think I think what they were going for because they were doing the Donald Trump thing where they talk next to the helicopter for some reason. They love doing that. <laughs> they were talking next to a helicopter that was on. So I'm assuming because there was no wind. So I'm assuming they were doing moving the helmets till it looked like they're next to an helicopter. <laughs> just moving it. Yeah, uh. so it's like, oh, look, see, it's moving. It's like, no, that's your hand. But it's the wind, trust us. Um, yeah, that whole scene was just... <laughs> also, like, what was the point of that? Like, you know... I, I The point of that scene was because she's Axel mad at that one guy, Axel, right? Yeah. But shouldn't they have shown Axel? Do you know what I mean? It's like, shouldn't they? They should have done a flashback to him saying, "I'll meet you at the helicopter," and yeah, then he never scene. showed up. Yep. And it was like, it okay, be, so it, it doesn't, be, it doesn't. It would show be better us. to connect. Yeah. Right. It it was so it's so pointless. Instead, they just wanted to show them messing around with their helmets that didn't fit. <laughs> just yeah. moving it around. It's like, oh, it's so windy. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, and the grenade part too, I was just that whole part with Fatso that was his name, right? Fatso? Yeah, Fatso. That was so dumb like why is he in a crane? Like how fat do you need to Like be? a bulldozer just... thing, yeah. Also, everyone there's no food. They're they're like in a post apocalyptic place in the East. And he had chicken. <laughs> he had a oh my big God. ass he had chicken. So much fucking chicken dude. Fried chicken. Also, the grenade, he's, he puts the grenade in her hands, and he, she throws it up in the air. He's like, it's a grenade! And everyone runs away. It's like, <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> also, I think she aimed at where her car was. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Was there a moment that you liked from this movie? Or something that it's a must-watch, I guess, if you um, consider something <clears throat> much watchable? <laughs> Uh, so I have two, but one of them is actually for the 10 year old me, (laughs) if I would have seen it back then at the same time as you, for me, the must watch moment for 10 year old me was the intro. (laughs) Of course. That's the only thing you need to watch, which is why it's half the trailer. Yeah. Also, it's just her stripping. (laughs) Now the other one was um 
Axel actually going up to the crane operator asking him questions of how to utilize. Yeah, yeah that was pretty funny, it, actually. And yeah. then knocking him out. Yeah. So that was my must-watch moment. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if there's any must-watch moments for me. I, I, there's just fun. Look. There's a lot of one-liners like you mentioned before, and I think yeah. that's probably the most watchable for this. Just if you're into one-liners or if you want to get high and just watch something that's ridiculously stupid, uh, watch it. It's it's funny. It's a funny <clears throat> 90s um, trying to be soft porn kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I just remember another moment that just made me so mad was the contacts she was wearing them the whole time spoiler alert everyone's looking for the contacts and she just has them in her hands uh, in her eyes yeah that's just so dumb too um best lines you got a any favorite lines uh, i have three favorite lines or like best lines so okay two of them are are just like straight up one-liners um so in the very beginning when barb actually saves the girl and gives the girl was trying to give the girl to her parents uh and the parents actually said we'll give you half the money and she says half the money fine half your daughter i was like yep oh i would have said that yeah (laughs) the other one uh was a scene where um i don't remember if it was axel or or barb but somebody snacked the enemies or the bad guy's neck and said sweet dreams <laughs> that's that was a really good one okay <laughs> i just love the fact that like they kill him first and then say it instead of saying sweet it dreams. Yeah, sweet yeah, dreams yeah. and then boom <laughs> yeah uh, the last one is actually a really good line that i i think like it's it's like the most meaningful line in all of this film and it even beats the whole film like this quote i would give it a five out of five uh, the quote is actually given by Charlie, her brother, which is, drink when you want to remember, Barb. Oh, yeah. Don't drink when you want to forget. Forget. And I was like, yeah. damn, that is good. <laughs> also, that set up uh, a flashback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy. Um, I think my favorite line is is in the be- towards the beginning, because I think it was when I was paying the most attention. Um it's uh when she kills she's gonna kill like the one guy the owner of the strip club and uh, she she's he's like what are you doing here and he's like she's like i'm looking for a smoke uh, looking for looking for a light uh, and he yeah. goes sorry i don't smoke and then she has like a the cigar had like a little it was like a dart, dart. yeah yeah she kills him and then he falls over and she goes neither do i <laughs> <laughs> one liners man they're good. Yeah. Um, okay, um, this is a new question we have. This is it's um it would is this streamable? Like can can we put this in can we remake this and put it out in the streaming? Um for me personally, if they remake this, it, it will definitely be a higher appeal and a higher grade of a budget. Uh, right. Especially because with something like this, I think it would go great if it was animated. Um, Ooh. <clears throat> especially just to make a reference, you know, That's since it is good. a comic, the comics, they do have a lot of animated featurettes. So 
or at least animated TV shows. If this was a TV yeah. show and it was animated, just like Eon Flux or or like mm-hmm. Stripperella, that's why I assume like Stripperella is probably like barbed wire because it's, it felt kind of. I thought it was similar, but it, it wasn't. I think Stripperella, she was a spy, though. I don't think necessarily she. this is a post-apocalyptic. If I remember correct, I think she was like a spy of some sort. Yeah. So I think if this was animated and redone and it given to, like, Netflix, it would work. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking HBO just because they oh, have the Watchmen. That's a good point. That's they, dark. They dark go, that's dark yeah. comics. I don't know. I don't know who did 300 or Sin City. But I'm gonna say that Warner Brother had something to do with it, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming if anyone has the rights to do Dark Horses comics, it's probably gonna be HBO. I don't think point. I don't think this would be a one and done movie. This would definitely be let's explore more of this world. Yeah. Um, I yeah, never I read the that. comics. I've never even seen them. I didn't even look them up, so I don't even know if they have more than just one story going on. Or why they landed on this story, or if even if it's accurate to the comic books, but I think the comic books definitely um, would be something nice to do. But also, there's nothing like this out there. Like Eon Flux is probably the closest, yeah, that we have out there. Yeah, I feel like, but, but she was like an assassin for sure, though, right? Barb is yeah, more like a like anything for hire kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is more like a John Wick kind of world. I guess John Wick would be the com- competitor to this, if, more if, or less. If they may, if they took this very seriously and they have like the people from John Wick to redo this, that would be great. I think they would, would do an amazing cool. job. It would be cool, but I don't think. Okay, so this movie, can, this cannot be remade or now just because of how discuss how like women are portrayed in this movie it's just ridiculous you know that's a good point it's it's i think she would be uh, first of all we were not gonna get nipples within the first two minutes and yeah, i think she, she was very like for the 90s she's very sexualized for the 90s. yeah and i think that we're if we do we're gonna get a powerful woman i think that's what i would assume yeah um but yeah Dude, Dark Horses, a lot of movies slash TV shows have been made from from Dark Horses, actually, you know? Oh, yeah? D- yes, dude. So, okay, so Hellboy, those movies. Oh, okay. Um, recent ones, um, well, 300, well, the, the Sin City, we know. I don't know if you watched, I thought it was decent. Uh, I saw it in an airport, uh, an airplane. The R.I.P.D.? Ooh, I don't remember that, that the one. The rest that much, in peace man. department. Um, the alien versus predator. That, that. storyline is is from from Dark Horses. Yeah. Um, Time Cop. Uh, the mask. The mask. Mystery Man. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I I watched it a few times when it around the nineties. Uh, uh-huh. So it might have been like the two thousand, but I haven't seen it since. Okay. We gotta wait like three years, bro, to watch it. <laughs> in the twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, dude, um, some of these movies that have been really good too, too. You know. I mean, they did make Time Cop, and that's with Van Damme also. Van Damme, that's a good connection. That's a good segue. 
Uh, really quick, uh, what would you rate this movie? Uh, I would rate this a two. Two? Yeah. You know what I was thinking about, too, as well? Because, okay, look, so it's a horrible storyline. It's a horrible plot. But at the end of the day, you know what? I didn't... I didn't... I don't know how I say this. I, it, I didn't feel like it was a waste of my time, if, if that makes sense. You know? <laughs> That's, nah, yeah, it wasn't I, I, was a complete so. waste of my time. I think what saved it for for us is the one-liners. I think if the one-liners, one-liners weren't there, like we would definitely be like this. This movie is like a point five or a one or something. But the one the one-liners did help a lot. And for a movie that was complete, like obviously, like shot in one location, <laughs> yeah. one studio, <laughs> yeah, yep. um, with just reverse shots of the same place. Yep. Um. In in a place like that, like th- that low budgety, with obviously the reason why you'd watch that is for Pamela Anderson. <laughs> True. I think it did a really decent job, and like I said, I when the voiceovers when she was doing the voiceovers as the narrator, yeah, I was like, oh, this this could be good, but it's just not. But you know, so it, yeah. True. It was cool, but at the same time, it wasn't. All right, should we move on? Yeah, we are moving on to the next film in the 25th anniversary, and it is called The Quest with First Jean all, Claude Van Damme. Did you even know this movie that he made? This movie? Did you know this? I did not know he directed it, and I did well, he not know he this movie. He he made the story also. Oh my god! <sighs> all right. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is definitely not. Uh, I think this is my my first time ever watching this movie, bro, bro. I just, I just, I am um, in the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. Yeah. And for the LA premiere, he legitimately, legitimately, came into the premiere on a freaking um, uh, elephant. Wait for the quest. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Oh no, he's in Hollywood. He's in. He's in uh, Universal Studios, with an. I guess it was just promo stuff. All right. Well, I have something to say about Van Damme. So, like finding out a little bit about his life, I will say this. It says right here that what I'm reading, by the mid 1990s, the stress of the constant filming and promotion of his films, as Van Damme explains, led him to develop a cocaine habit. On which okay. he spent up to ten thousand okay. dollars a week and consumed up to ten grams per day by nineteen ninety six. That's during the time where he rode that elephant, bro. <laughs> he was probably high. Bro, yeah, this movie The thing about this movie is that like it's potential. There's potential in this movie. But it this just this just felt like we've seen this a million times, you know? Yeah. Especially from him, it just felt overplayed. No, you know what? He definitely wrote also at around this time. Double team. Do you remember who was in double team? Double team with uh, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, dude. That yeah. That was that's such a fun film a when I was that's, little. <laughs> that's also definitely a cocaine thing. He's also in Friends at this around the same time. Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah. Um. 
Also, this came right after Street Fighter. I feel like he just copied everything from Street Fighter. That's why it felt like it. I could see that, yeah. And the other thing is uh, Mortal Kombat came out in 1995. Uh, yeah, he definitely stole August, this from that, man. August 18th. And then the Quest came out uh, April 26, 1996. So Damn. that's like uh, six months apart. So. Yeah, this movie, look, it's not in his, in his top tens. He yeah. has, like, what? He has, like, over 20 movies, maybe? Oh, yeah, he has a shitload of movies. I think it's, the early, earliest I think known this movie, movie about would... him... Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Uh, it's the earliest known movie I know about him is Bloodsport, but I've never seen anything else before that. Isn't that one of his first movies, though? Uh, apparently, he has done A wo- Woman Between Wolf and Dog. Uh, he oh, was an extra on that. So, main antagonist oh. was No Retreat, No Surrender. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, Bloodsport was the first starring role. Dude, that <clears throat> movie is also one of his best movies, by the yeah. way. You know what? Um, the Cyborg movie was kind of cool, too. It's kind of dumb, but it was kind of cool, too. I, You know what? Like Everyone's going to have different opinions on his movies and what are his best movies are. Yeah, but I'm gonna put Street Fighters in his top ten, man. I there's so many great one-liners in that movie. Besides it just being a bad That's story, true. but it's <laughs> such a great a movie, man. I loved it so much. I'm telling you, man. Just like Barb Barb Wire, yeah. the one-liners will save yeah. your film. Yeah, dude. For us, uh, <laughs> this the quest is definitely making the top twenty though, because it was, you know what? It wasn't a it wasn't a bad. Uh, besides. Besides the, the fuck, I didn't. I don't understand why he was old at the beginning. And that's him being old, right? Yep. And yep. then he has a flashback. This movie is a whole flashback, yep. by the way. This is an entire flashback. And then he has flashbacks within the flashback. Twice. Twice, and it just doesn't. Oh God, it, it's just weird. It's just, and it all happens within the first two minutes. So it's like it throws you completely off. It's just like, wait, what? What time is it? What time period? Did you figure out when it's supposed to be taking t- like place in? Wait, so you're, are you talking about like when he's in the quest or when yeah. he's old? So no, wh- when he's in the quest and it's when he's old. It's 1925. What the fuck? So when yeah. when, when he's old, then how old is he then? I have no idea. They never mentioned the year, but they did say that, like, uh, it was like nineteen twenty-five. Um, oh, okay. At one point, in I the missed film. that part because yeah. the way he's dressed up, I was like, "What the fuck? What is he? An Irish person in New York?" So he reminded me of Gangsters of New York. Remember that movie? Oh yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. he's dressed up, and I was just like, "What year is this shit?" Like, cause. I don't know. It's just weird, man. It's just a weird ass movie, like time wise. <laughs> like it was hard to put to pinpoint what time. All these things. Yeah, and then he goes. What was the point? Look, there's so many questions, man. Like, what was the point of us seeing him with those kids uh, in the opening scene? Because I was thinking, once he life. wins the tournament, <laughs> he's gonna go. I'm going back to America because it promised those kids. But he never does. Like, he doesn't say... He just forgets. I just... Mm. Well, he couldn't go back to America because he was, like, somewhere else and he was, like, 
all tied up and he was a slave or whatnot. He was a slave and he was sold, right? And stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like, it was just pointless. That was a pointless flashback. It didn't show anything except that he, he looks funny as a clown, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. So I, I like reading the posters because sometimes they do have writing on them. Yeah. Uh, so for the quest, it says a lost city, a man of destiny, uh, a test of courage. And then at the bottom, uh, if you look at Wikipedia, it says the quest go to distance. And for me personally, what the hell does that mean? Like, go to distance. Because you see the whole film, and it makes no sense of going to distance. Not at all, man. There's not at all. <laughs> it, it, there's so many things that just don't add up. You, you're right. This is a cocaine movie. This is definitely <laughs> a cocaine movie. You know what? Like, yeah. You know, the when he's, he's watching... Okay, the training. When he gets training yeah. for fighting, that's also another scene that I was just like... That's a what-the-fuck moment for me, I think. That segment, those segments, right? Because, yeah, uh, so he gets sold to in a random island to these people who are like training to be fighters or something, right? Yeah, and then he gets jumped by them. And then the guy, the the, the master says, Always be prepared. Yep, yep. And then we have like a cheesy thing where it just says six months later, and it's just <laughs> him ripped as fuck like he's just ripped in the island doing chores just bringing in water they're not even letting him train with them yeah and then two kids start randomly fighting and he goes and beats the shit out of them yeah and then the kid he looks at a kid and says always be ready and his training is complete that's his training true that was his training you don't see anything (laughs) what the fuck did he do like, just remember the line that was just said to him like ten seconds ago, like it was just. Yeah, that that's the other thing. It's like he has a flashback, but then within the flashback, he kind of goes flash forward six months, and then he keeps going. So it just goes everywhere within time. <laughs> I think it was like, yo, let's let's just. I think they shot all the fighting scenes. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, we need to come up with why they're fighting. <laughs> and they're just and like, it's for a golden dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Which he doesn't even get the golden dragon at the end, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn this film. All right. Oh, I wanted man. to read I wanted to read a couple of things because Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm reading like the I read the critical reception for it uh, and what the critics are saying and they're saying like you know this movie has a thin script uh, it's hey. Van Damme's directorial debut or whatnot uh, it resembles too much of his previous hit Bloodsport and it's it just exactly says that. yeah and then it points out a few things which I totally agree with which is some critics praise the film's production values beautiful locations, and Roger Moore's performance. 
uh, while fans of martial arts films praise the quest for showcasing various fighting styles from around the world. And I completely agree because that's one of the things I put in um, Must Watch. Uh, yes, I think I put it in Me Must too. Watch, which was the transition scenes because they are gorgeous for sure. For 1996, they're great. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's what, it's what I said. It's what I, I, I kind of meant. Like, this was straight up a fighting movie where it's like, yep. let's, let's, let's film all these different types of fighting. Um, and I think to me that's a must watch moment, just the fighting. So just skip through the first 40 minutes which is all just <laughs> that's like half the bullshit. film that is half the it film. is half it is half the film but if you skip minute 44 the elephant comes in and after that <laughs> you're, you're solid <laughs> you get some fighting after that <laughs> um yeah you have all these different styles of, of fighting and, and it's cool to see i felt the only thing that made me laugh from that scene when mm-hmm. they're fighting it's when they're like, and from Africa. It was like, dude, Africa's a continent. It's not a continent. You know, like everyone else was like a specific country. Yep. And then it was like, just from Africa. It's like, wait, it's I'm like the sure. whole generalization, which is messed yeah, up. It's super messed up. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they have their own styles yeah. in different yeah. places. This, this, you know? film, this film was racist, for sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, yeah, it's also because... in the 90s, bro. It's also yeah, in the 90s yeah. in Hollywood. So. And I'm going to say this right now. Remaking this would have to be changed to PC, man. Politically correct terms. All across the board, man. You can't... We, this film will not go good. I'm, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't I, good, but it I won't go good again. I don't think this movie will be remade. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Like, yeah, I, I, would not, I would not want to see a remake of this. And no. it, it, I don't see a quest. I don't there's see no a quest. quest. There's no quest. It makes no sense to me. It's not a quest. It's and, more like a journey, <laughs> like they mentioned. Yeah, and everyone else, and everyone kind of has their own quests, more or less, I guess. Yeah. Because the girl, she's a reporter. Yeah. Which, which you question her too, because she was hiding the fact that her dad owned uh, the Global New York or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she was like turning away from her being acknowledged for some reason. Yeah. So there's a lot of backstory that we don't know about all of these characters, you know. And honestly, when we're talking about remakes, the only thing I would want for this to be remade is the fact that, like you mentioned earlier, uh, each person has a quest. If they remade this, I would love to see this as a TV show, acknowledging each fighter for each episode and like, showcasing their quest to reaching that final that, okay scene. that would be cool to see like like if you do like a limited series kind of and then you have like one episode is like the guy from wherever you know the brazilian guy the like Korean. all the different styles like following them yeah yeah and then do a couple a couple episodes of the actual fighting yeah yeah that would be kind of cool um but you know what? If that's the case, can we just do Street Fighter and do the same thing with that? Yeah, I would love to see Street Fighter made like that. Like each fighter yeah. has their own story. Because that's more or less what this fucking is, man. That's well, also Bloodsport. It's straight up Bloodsport. But um, yeah, man. I, uh, look, the thing that disappointed me from this movie, a couple things. As a Van Damme movie, it disappointed me. I didn't get to see him flexes his butt cheeks bro 
He's always <laughs> flexing his butt cheeks in this in his movies. He didn't do the splits. Did I miss it? I, maybe I missed it, but I didn't see him do the splits in an awkward position where he's clearly popping his butt. So I didn't see that from this movie, which I was like disappointed. Then <clears throat> also we didn't get to see him sweaty like you know. Well, kind of. Like, He's a little bit, but not like. But not extreme. shirtless, sweaty like like you know. Usually, see him with. Uh, it's clear that they just soaked him with water ten seconds before the <laughs> shot. You know, like Pamela Anderson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice also, segue. There was, there was no sex scene. Like this guy usually has some crazy ass sex scene going on in his movies. You know, and uh, he didn't. Uh, he ended up. Did he hook up with the girl at the end? Uh, he just walked with her. He, they with didn't his imply... hands over her, right? Yeah, like they didn't just... do anything. And then he said something about her in the in the after in the epilogue, technically. But I didn't even pay attention. Well, he he didn't say anything. So at the end, you find out what happens to the two dudes yeah. uh, that were with him, and then you so you zoom in at the girl, and then all of a sudden it transitions to a book, and she closes the book. Or somebody closes a book. I think it's not actually her hand. It actually says The Quest. It's a book that she wrote. And it says in the bottom, Carrie Newton. So she she wrote the book, The the Quest. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, I paused it in that scene when the book was open. It actually tells the story of like what happened in the 1920s. And how the city of New York or, or the U.S., has forgotten the children and the children children had to go out and fend for themselves. But then the second paragraph ends up talking about boats. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, it, it doesn't make sense because it just starts talking about the beauty of boats and yachts and stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I read that and I'm like, okay, they're just writing stuff down. Uh, if any yeah. of our listeners knows anything about that, <laughs> let us know. What, yeah. Yeah. what does it mean? What do the yachts mean? Please tell us. Please tell us. We have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so we don't know what happened to her, so we don't know if you hooked up with her either. No, just that she wrote a book. That's it. Yeah. It wasn't an article. It was a book. She ended up with a book. She ended up with a book. Okay. Well, I guess. Yeah. So I missed that man. I missed. Her. I missed him. That's typical of his movies, right? It, it's he ends up hooking up with the ladies, you know, doing something that's like sexual. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's Pamela Anderson. <laughs> and it, the thing with with him and his sexual stuff, it's usually him naked. But not showing penis. I don't think he showed penis. I don't know if I never even paid attention to that. But... <laughs> he flexes his butt cheeks way too much with super tight, tight pants, um, which I'm sure the ladies loved. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this me this movie made me want to watch more of his movies just because I'm missing I'm missing more of it, you know. Yeah, I think uh, I if I were to go back and I would rewatch some of his films, I would watch Bloodsport for sure. Uh, yeah. Kickboxer, uh, Universal yeah. Soldier. Um, Bro, Universal Soldiers. Nice. And then Double Team, and then I think that's Double probably... Impact. I would watch Double Double Impact is probably one of my favorite ones from him when he plays himself. 
Oh, when he's there's twins. <laughs> They're twins, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude, I I forgot. I would watch that. Uh, yeah. And then and then after that, like I don't. Kickboxer is also one of my favorites. Yeah. After that, I don't see anything that I would see him in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. go to the questions because we we've did done, answer. We've done some of them already. Yeah, so we did... Must watch. Must watch. Yeah. WTF moment. Oh, I did not say my WTF. Okay, what is your WTF? Did you say yours? Yeah, the whole um, lost in the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, Flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I said the exact same thing. Uh, I did say saying everything that isn't PC. Uh, Oh, yeah. I think... And from the Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first one that I wrote down was Billy, the kid from New York, being shot. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did that yeah. just happen? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The other one I had was Japan with the sumo wrestler that mm-hmm. was against Turkey, and he just knocked him out. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Uh, yeah. And the other WTF moment was the final fight. Like... Mm. It, like they got out of the ring and continued fighting but is that even like no what are the rules because in a previous fight when they uh the sumo wrestler just threw the guy out of the ring and he was out that's what i was wondering it's like for the final fight like what happens what what changed the rules rules? there's no rules dude (laughs) (laughs) it's the quest man you just gotta believe in the quest yes you do (laughs) So those are the like the worst slash like what the f moment because it made no sense. Nope. Um. Uh, best line. Bro, for this film, I had I I didn't have a I didn't have one, honestly. No best yeah, line for me. Yeah, it's just uh, the dialogue was kind of <laughs> dumb too for this movie, man. Mine, mine. Okay, they're playing cards. He goes, "I'm gonna go for a walk." That, that oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember. That. <laughs> yeah. But the guy goes. Hey, uh, what do, what do, what do you drink with tonic or something like that, right? And yeah, that's like, right. Don't tell me, and he's gin, and he's like, I told you, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think what I put for like unsung hero, which relates to the best line, um, was uh, the introduction of Roger Moore in the film, uh-huh. uh, because he's like the unsung hero because he ended up shooting the pirate. Yeah, uh, and, and then he shoots Van Damme's chains, and then uh, when he gave his introduction, he said, uh, "Dobbs or Dubs, Dubs, yeah, it's Dubs, Lord Dubs," and he played James Bond. So him saying that like that is exactly like Bond, James Bond, and he said, oh. "Dubs, Lord Dubs." Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that's actually a good callback." <laughs> So that was That's a nice like cool. little tidbit that they put for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't. There's not that much memorable lines for this. Okay. That's all I had. Uh, yeah. And then uh, stream it. We we kind of talked about it. You can stream it if you call it Star Wars. Um, Star Wars. Star, Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, if you were in this world, would you be anyone? Would you? I want to be the elephant. That's what I want to be. <laughs> you always want to be something else. Um, I, I I've thought about this, and I started questioning like, would I really be any of the characters in this film? 
yeah. and then I actually wrote down that I would want to be Roger Moore in this. Really? Yeah. So just, just a background guy. Yeah, he was actually really good in this movie, man. Yeah. yeah surprisingly. Um, uh, I don't know if I want to be anyone. Well, the elephant. The elephant is something. So. Yeah. And then uh, I think that's it, right? Or just what uh, you're gonna rate this? So if I were to rate this, uh, I would I would go with the same. Oh no, I'll probably go lower than 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 barbed wire because it didn't have enough to really draw me in. I'll probably go with the two. It's hard also. to watch. I'm gonna go with the two as well, just because I cannot believe that I'm gonna rate a Pamela Anderson movie <laughs> higher than a Batman movie. <laughs> Just because the fighting alone, I think just for the fighting alone. I mean, just for the fighting? I thought you were talking about like sexualization of both of them, bro. Because Whoa, you brought up true. the sexualization of her, and then you brought up him. So I assume uh, like, okay, but... They're similar? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, this this is definitely to me a... a... Yeah, I'll give it a two. Um, yeah, the fighting was two. decent. You know, the fighting was cool. Uh, not the best fighting, but a really good really decent fighting you know yeah it's nice to see different styles from around the world for sure yeah yeah i think that's what saved it honestly yeah for reals um i think that's pretty much it we forgot from these two movies are we gonna talk a little bit about marvel or not just skip it and we'll Uh, do it next next time we can skip it we could do it next time we we can bring up some news for the listeners One is Spider-Man is not coming to Disney+. Plus. They made a deal with Sony. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, two is uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And Loki is possible to have multiple seasons. Uh, that oh, was really? brought up. Yeah. That's pretty uh, cool, actually. Yeah. And then we also got the Shang-Chi and the Ten Dragons? Ooh. No, the, the ten. ten Rings. Ten. Which was the very first trailer. And... Uh, I text you as soon as that came out, and you were excited. I was excited. We saw that, and especially because you know it was filmed in San Francisco. So, yeah, you know what's what I think is so not creative, but just what uh, all about Marvel. They never give you anything True. that it's not out there. Yeah, like everyone knew. Okay, so you got to see every person that was already uh, like confirmed. Mentioned. Yeah. Right, and then it was a big, it was everywhere in the internet when they were shooting the scene in, in San Francisco, yep. right? And so half this trailer is that scene in the in the Muni in San Francisco. So uh, again, Disney not giving us anything that we didn't know was happening already, you know, because yeah. I think there was some leaks of them shooting um, in like a village. And that's also the other scene that you get here, which, by the way, him fighting a long song like lions, that's kind of cool. I was, it was uh, on point. It was really cool. I liked that in the trailer. The, um, this movie looks way different from anything in the MCU. Yeah, especially because the fighting is like legit fighting. It's not like superpowers. No, it's not, yeah. It's no beams. There's no lasers or anything like that. It's legit. Although you don't think they're gonna, Kung someone's Kung gonna have some su- superpowers. Uh, they will. 
Okay. I don't even know. Is it? it it's Kung Fu, right? That the Shang-Chi does? Because that's what I just mentioned, but I don't know if it... Well, it is based off... Um, yeah, uh, it is It is known as it, the yeah. Master of Kung Fu. and Yeah, it, okay. It is based off... Uh, the character is based off Bruce Lee, so for sure. I think the comic books were made out, out, based off him. It says it came out 1973, the first appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but it's nice to see um, like the representation uh, being put out there in an MCU film uh, it, it it's kind of like knowing that like Mulan they're remaking it and knowing about Raya and they're exploring different uh, cultures so jumping into this uh, is actually pretty exciting yeah it is pretty cool you know, this is uh, something, this is a side question that I have, I guess. Yeah. Why haven't we gotten an Eternals um, trailer? When does it come out? That's probably the... I think the other thing is Eternals definitely will have a lot more CGI than this film. Yeah, but they're um, already a whole year late on it. It was supposed so... to come out last November. We were supposed to already have some sort of trailer for it, you know? Yeah. And Eternals was going to come out before Shang-Chi, you know? Yeah. I think it's just CGI. I, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, I think... Um, or they're CGI hiding something big. I bet you there's going to be something big in either one of these movies. So they're like, we don't want to spoil anything in case, you know, in the trailer or something. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Let's see. Um... Yeah, but we're um, we're excited. This movie is not really expected until September, so um, and it should be out in theaters if there's still theaters out available and stuff. Um, it should be a fun movie. Um, we have one more as of us recording right now. We still have we can't wrap up the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Cause we because have we haven't episode. watched. We have one episode left. Um, yeah. It's safe to say though that pretty much our bets are done, right? Is it? Well, we don't uh, know. We don't know because I was gonna ask know. you, man. I want to know. I want to know if I fucking lost. Sorry, I just cussed. Look, okay, look. The cameo wise, we we technically we are we considering. Uh, um, um, GSP. Yeah, are we consider- George Napier. Okay, him is he. Cause he he's coming back and it seems like he's gonna fight. Well, we don't know much. We don't know, but we said that cameo is just one, one episode. But which was the first episode? But what about fifth episode? No, we mm-hmm. said we said a cameo only counts if they show up only one episode. So this Max. is not a cameo then. So no, because this is a because technically, it, it's six episodes long. If you're there for two episodes, you're there for like one-third of it, you know? Yeah. So I don't think it should count. And it okay. seems like he's going to show up again in this one. So he's going to be for three and three episodes. That means he was for half a season. So I don't know if he's considered a cameo. Yeah, I don't think that's considered a cameo. The other one, though, is... is um, uh, What's her name? The... the, the, the Sandville. Um, oh, uh, Ju- Julia... Yeah. Oh, I forgot her name. Uh, that's Louise, because I've never, Louise I've never seen. 
I've but never seen Seinfeld. I, that's why. I think she should be considered a cameo, though, right? Unless she shows up in the next episode, too. Oh, that's true. We, we still have to wait. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, we it's... haven't seen any scrolls, and I really doubt that we're going to see scrolls, bro. Unless it's like a, a random, like, post post a uh, uh, scene thing going on yeah it's just not gonna happen um it, plus i honestly think we're gonna get a little hint of the thunderbolts huh just because simo is going to the raft that's true we know we have confirmed that thunderbolt is in there like the guy the the guy that's in charge of them he's in that he's in charge of the raft and I just feels like new captain who's now a bad. We're considering him now a villain, right? Yeah. So he, it looks like he might end up going to the raft just because he's losing his shit and he might just go fight. So they might arrest him. So maybe we're going to get almost everyone from the Thunderbolts in the raft and we might get something there, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Um, I think that, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, we should wait, we should wait, because yeah. we, we definitely see what's <laughs> we'll, going to We'll jump in and one. talk about a lot of stuff. Yeah, but anyways, um, I mean, we're already way past our time, our bedtime yep. and stuff. So here we go, I'm going to throw it out there so we can end it, so yep. until next time, have your popcorn ready. Alright, bye. yours man oh oh don't drop the skill <laughs> also subscribe and share and everything okay bye